Jason Wilding is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. And Jason would not be surprised by this, that I'm doing the show from the upstairs bathroom at Bobby's Bar in Brookfield, which is important because people were sending me texts like, Homer, how can you be doing it from the bathroom? Don't people need to go into the bathroom? No, this is the private upstairs bathroom. And Jason would know that I would be here because he asked, and I said I was playing in a golf tournament, which was by Bobby's Bar for uh, to help various children's causes, and asked how many... Uh, Golf balls that I would find today. I said 40-something. I can't remember the name, but the answer, uh, Jason, 48. 48. You said 38. Yep. Wow. You you hit the over. Yeah, and I'm playing with Tony Uh, Smith, and Tony has to explain to people, like, uh, Homer does not like you, but he just goes and finds golf balls all the time. You know, just like maybe I was being antisocial. I said, no. I give them back to Don't be offended. Yeah. Don't be offended that he's not hanging out with you. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and they no one ever has complained like they were offended by it. But uh, Tony knew I give all the balls to Ironwood, uh, and so uh, last year was four thirty-eight. I'm over five. I'm gonna be over five hundred this year. So, but back to back to uh, you, Jason. I, I did the discount liquor Twitter poll question. To this point in the season, as a Packer fan, have you been disappointed with Jordan Love's play? Eighty-eight percent say no, and I would agree totally. I don't. I don't know how you could be disappointed in Jordan Love's play. I don't either. Who are the twelve percent, and well, what were I mean, they expecting? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's tw- it's not Twitter, but whatever X or whatever it's called now. Um, I just think. I mean, I wanted to ask it you, but what's what I can tell you what's impressed me the most, the ability to play poorly and these amazing fourth-quarter comebacks, which is usually something that young quarterbacks struggle at. Like, we stink, the team stinks, oh, we're just going to have a bad game. And no, he comes back from 27 to 3 and a half and has a chance with eight minutes left to see if they can get it to one touchdown. But Yeah, kind of like Aaron Rodgers did when, when he went into that game in Dallas, and they were down whatever it was, 17 nothing, or they were down I think 17 points, and he rallied them, Yeah, and they actually had the ball with the chance to go win the game, or at least take the lead, and then they didn't. So I mean, yeah, I don't, am I overstating be, that maybe the league has changed? No, it. that should no, that should be on the homer list of things that matter to, when you're deciding whether young players are impressing you or not. One of them should be they're going to play poorly. And, look, I'm not saying that Jordan Love hasn't played poorly at times. They're going to play poorly. He has. What do they do about it? Do they continue to play poorly, or does he bounce back, and do they rally? And, obviously, in Jordan's case and in Aaron Rodgers' case many times, uh, they did rally. I I would just say this, though. Uh, Again, I think it was really important that the Saints kicker missed that kick. Because being two and two and having the greatest comeback in Packers fourth quarter history tied with Rodgers' comeback against the Bears in the 2018 opener means a lot more when you actually win the game. Ask Aaron Rodgers about that first year as the starter in 2008 when they were one and seven in games decided by one score or less, or I guess one score, and they lost seven of those eight games, and in four of those seven games that they lost, he got them to lead in the fourth quarter, and they gave it back. Now, Jason, I want to mention this, and because I know that if Tausch was on, he would say, Homer, you're not telling the truth. The f- Making or missing that field goal makes no difference to me in my assessment of uh, 
of drug it, law. It, no, no, I, that's, I agree. It shouldn't. But it still does. But it but does, not, to, it it does to other people. Your, your assessment, but right. affects, it affects, A, how other people view him, and also, B, you don't have to do the moral victory thing. Oh, yep. well, he got him in position to win. Got him the lead. You know, it, 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 you, can, you and I can look at that and say, yeah, he did, and that's what really matters. But the outcome still, especially as someone like Jordan, who's obviously hyper-competitive, really matters too. And I, I'm just, it takes one less thing or one more thing off the table or leaves one less thing on the table to criticize him for. Well, he still didn't win the game. Because remember, that field goal was like with a minute left. So maybe he gets the ball back and can get him in position. Probably not, though, because that would be hard without any timeouts, even for Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know. You know, you lose that game 20-18, to 18, and then the last thing that he does is not get it done with a minute left, trying to get them to get their own field goal, like in Atlanta, similar situation. You know, nobody's talking about, boy, he really, he really uh, did a nice job in the first three quarters in Atlanta. Like that, that stuff gets forgotten in games you lose. I, I want you to ask a question for, to uh, Lafleur, and I don't know how to ask how you can ask it, because I'm okay. curious if he's just accepted the fact that that Dan Campbell just owns him. Like the Dan Campbell just says we can beat these guys forever because our team's just tougher. And we're going to keep beating the Packers. And I, I, I'm curious how Lafleur looks at it. It's five games in a row, right? Uh, four, I think. Okay. All right. Maybe. I think it was the last game of the regular season when they had nothing to play for. Right. The two games last year, and then this first game this year. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I understand that I'm possibly overreacting, but anybody who watches the games, you know, sees and. He's going to have to figure out a way to beat Dan Campbell, or it's going to make winning the division significantly tougher. Yeah. So what, look, what would I, you I really ask like him Dan, about that? I, I, How would you present that? What would you ask him, given that topic that I brought up? Yeah. Um, does toughness always win? Does physicality always win? And if not, can you beat the Lions even if they – are more physical and tougher than you. I'm not saying your your team is soft, but they obviously put a colossal emphasis on this. You guys have other emphases, right? Like uh, they emphasize precision in the passing game. Now, I think to be fair to the Lions, you know their offensive coordinator is a pretty sharp guy too, and they have some pretty good concepts in their offense uh, and some pretty good players who aren't necessarily the bite the kneecaps, physicality guys. They've got talented guys. Like, you know, the, the wide receiver that they're getting, uh, that they're getting back, Jamison Williams from the uh, suspension. Like, he had the one touchdown. It was his only catch last year. He had the knee issue coming out of Alabama. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be a tough player. He's an undersized player. He's like 175 pounds for the national championship game. So you, they're not all they're not all a bunch of street toughs. Like they're not all a bunch of bad, you know, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have some, I don't want to say finesse, but skill position players that are just talented people, which you want on your team. I, I still think that this all comes down to Dan Campbell was a tight end in the NFL, so it's not like he's a defensive coach. Correct. I think this all comes down to how well your defense plays, 
Are they physical? Do they tackle? Are they fast? And then does your offensive line stink or is it good? And can you run behind it? Like that, that offensive line is a good offensive line combined with the Packers with everyone except Kenny Clark being young, inexperienced, and quite frankly, not very good to this point. Uh, you look a lot less physical when the offensive line is kicking your butt up and down the field. You also look a lot less physical when your own offensive line can't create a running game. So overreacting? No, I wouldn't accuse you of that, but I would say that that game was everything you don't want to be if you're playing a physical team and you don't want people to think you're soft. And that's how that – I mean, look, they, they played Royce Newman. Like, you can say what you want about losing Bakhtiari and whether he's tough or not tough or a great pass blocker, not a great run blocker, whatever you want to say about him, I don't care. Because they didn't have Elton Jenkins. And Elton Jenkins, as they like to say, is a dog. And you get a lot tougher when you have Elton Jenkins on the field for you. Yeah, I, and I, 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 uh, I, I feel like I want to apologize to LaFleur because I've certainly pushed the soft and I don't – you can't win as many games as he wants. He's, you know, 13 wins, three – I just think he focuses on smart. He wants to be smarter than the other guy. And mm-hmm. that's – so that. whatever happens after that is secondary to him. Um, so it's, it's – you can't I would rather be, be – would, would you – as you sit in your bathroom, would you rather yeah. be smart, really smart and a little tough and physical or really physical and tough and a little smart. No, I want I want the smart. I think Bill Walsh taught everybody that. I do too. I mean, I think I think I Bill Belichick exactly. taught everybody that. Um, mm-hmm. So, but then his so, guys were also, you know, Belichick's guys were also tough, right? Yes. And and that's what you want. You would love to have both, but if you can only choose one, I'd rather have smart. And if I'm going to lose occasionally to a team that's tough, I don't think tough physical teams, if they aren't smart and they aren't skilled, uh, win a whole lot of games. I think smarts and skill win out more often than not. And, and again, I'm eager to see how the Detroit Lions season plays out because I still have a measure of skepticism about them. Right, but you made a great point. Like they're they're more than just being that tough mentality that Campbell talks about because their GM they've added they've added some good players. I mean they they took a a chance on a quarterback that not everybody believed in. They did, and the guy took a team, I mean, again, not alone by any means, but he did quarterback a team to the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, Jared Goff has made as many Super Bowl appearances as Aaron Rodgers. Right, but the belief was... I wouldn't put them in the same class. The belief was they carried him in that... Sure, but but he still had to make plays. Yes. He had to still make plays, and, and it's still an experience that he has on his resume that when he's now on a different team... I would think that some of that helped get those guys to believe in him to yep. some degree and to, yeah. to think this guy's got enough of a resume. He's not some rookie that we just drafted. He's a guy who's done it, who's been to the biggest game possible. Um, you know, we, we, we like having him on our team. And, and I think, you know, it appears that he has experienced a rebirth with that coaching staff and with that team around him. And, and there's no question that that GM – has given him weapons and not just made themselves a tough team that's going to run the ball and that's all they do.
All right, last quick question because we're over for the first time ever. I believe that Aaron Rodgers will be active the final regular season game for the New York Jets. I'm not saying he'll play, but he will get the approval of the medical staff to be listed as active and available for that last regular season game. You want to join my club? I don't. Uh, I don't think they'll have anything to play for by then. Uh, and I, I would say this. I said this this morning. I would say this to his face or in a text message. Dude, you don't have to prove anything by getting back this year. What you need to prove something in is coming back next year stronger than ever at age 40 after this debilitating, potentially debilitating injury. What he is looking to overcome at his age to then come back and play at at the level that he demands of himself. Uh, Being back for next season is impressive enough. It's not a a sprint. It's a marathon. And if you want to play another two, three years, which I think – if he's being honest, that's what he really wants to do. If that's what you want to do, don't be a knucklehead. Don't be stubborn. Don't say, I'm going to prove to everybody that I can do it faster than anybody else and be back by the end of the season. Um, I, I would tell him as his friend that that's the don't do that. Just Thank, focus on thanks. getting back and ready for next year. Thanks, Jason. All right, Homer, enjoy the bathroom. <laughs>